0: Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com, and it is Saturday, September 3rd, 2022. It's my favorite day of the week during my favorite time of the year. It is College Football Saturday. Of course, um, we're live every day. Generally, the format of the show that we've been doing is we kind of, um, you know, we all meet here in the middle and then we kind of, I bring in everybody one by one. But today I think we're gonna try something a little bit different, closer to our old style, because we tried to figure out an order of who wants to go first and nobody wanted to get leave early. If guys have to leave, they'll just leave. So Rufalo, I know has stuff to do, so maybe he'll leave. But um, you know, Al McMorty I believe is coming later. So we'll figure it all out. We always do. But anyways, college football Saturday. It is week one, so real college football. We've had college football Thursday and Friday nights. It's been interesting to say the least. Last night in Indiana, just highway robbery. Um, as far as um, you know, the the game goes just absolutely hideous officiating. But you know, in sports betting, sometimes you're on the right side of those, and sometimes you're on the wrong. And it has nothing to do with handicapping or whatever. Just Pure finding out, you know who's on the take and who's not, because there's no other way to to figure out that um, how five questionable calls all go one direction and none of them were right, um, and that was the difference in the game. There's no other way to explain it. I mean, I would say there has to be an investigation here,
1: Chris. Yeah, for me, most notably, is obviously that, that touchdown that wasn't called a touchdown that he caught twice. But uh, it's, yeah, it's something, like you said, it's just sometimes things that you end up on the right side of. Fortunately for me, I ended up on the wrong side of it yesterday, but, you know, we, we move on. And like you said, I think there will sort of be an investigation. And some of these refs may only have a a job for one week of the season we'll have to see how sports
0: that betting is legal in indiana it's a sports betting legal state and <laughs> we saw um you know the ugly side of sports betting in that game yesterday i we saw fumbles that weren't fumbles we saw touchdowns on, on, on not ruled that the, that they're touchdowns i don't watch the games with sound so i have no idea what those guys were saying but i know what i saw and, um, you know, I, I think, you know, we, we watch this, you know, is it a catch? Is it not a catch all the time, every NFL Sunday? So we all know what a catch is, right? Full possession, ball into the body, football move, right? It has to have all three elements to be ruled a catch. But not, not in Bloomington, Indiana on Friday nights, apparently. It's a different set of rules where the ball can be juggling around on the fingertips, knocked back underneath the arm, and all of a sudden it's a catch? It's like without true possession and without a forward step being taken or even even a foot on the ground with a possession of the football in their hand. I I don't see it. I I missed it. But anyways, speaking of baseball, Ron Romanelli here doing the rundown through college football season. Ron, you're going to do college football? You're going to switch after baseball regular season ends, maybe switch to a college football rundown? I know you're planning on doing an NFL rundown. We're trying to guilt you into it. (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, we'll have to see. You know, the, Obviously, we've still got a couple months of baseball left. Um, right now, my schedule's a little uh, filled to the brim, but we'll see. I, I love college football. You guys know I love football, so it's not what I want to do, but uh, we'll see what the plans are for
0: later on. Our audience loves college football, too, and that's why I'm asking for them because I know mm-hmm. they're asking for it, so I'm asking for it. That's <laughs> what I do. I play both sides. We all know that. I also can dish it out but can't take it. That's a whole new story for <laughs> another day. Jay Briggs, no, you're more of an NFL guy or college football guy. Um which one is it? Which is which is what would you say is more your sport?
3: NFL for sure.
0: But you still but, partake but I, in the college football or are you just kinda tech sure,
3: for sure still partake in college football.
0: Yeah, because I know Rod, Chris, and I, it, it doesn't take much. You find anything out there, we'll bet on it, you know? It's like, it's like. it's For like, God's sake, we bet on simulated football. It's right? like I have my mic clip here for my lavalier mic. It's like, it, can this also be used as a regular paper clip? I'll bet you 35 bucks it can. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden we've got side action. But uh, who's yeah. your team? Who's your team for uh, for um, college football?
3: Um, I like TCU. That was where I wanted to go growing up. Uh, SMU is right down the street. And those are really the two teams I find myself cheering for. Well, the
0: frogs Tennessee. had the frogs had some issues last night. At starting quarterback finally got the ball rolling in the second half, and um, the big injury at quarterback in the second half. But it's nice having a veteran backup who can come in and can run the ball like no one's business. And then you bring in the third stringer and no one can even lay a glove on this guy. So the future looks bright for the frogs. Um, you know, which is weird, you know, with a first year head coach that the first half looked like a team in transition, the second half, it was men against boys and that Colorado coaching. Oh my God. (laughs) It's like someone wants to be fired. it's like, I want to be fired. You know, is is when you coach like that? It's like basically you're saying I want to be fired. Speaking of wanting to be fired, Al Ninos, how's it going today? Going great. Still, uh, still hanging on. Uh, not quite there yet, but uh, you know, uh... you're more of a pro sports guy. You do do college sports, but you're more of a pro sports guy. We know that, and it's okay. You know, some guys are, some guys aren't. Um, it's just the the way that it, the way of the world, but um. As far as the college football card today, are you hitting it aggressively or are you taking it kind of slow on this?
4: Uh, I'm actually taking it surprisingly slow, uh, considering uh, I went a little more aggressive earlier. And then today we got the bigger card and uh, I went really slow today. So uh, interesting. We'll see how that plays out. And uh, well, Definitely won't be this slow next week, that's for sure.
0: Oh, you haven't bet on sports if you haven't had a college football Saturday where you thoroughly got your ass whipped. But anyways, we got uh, Jovan as well. I know Jovan, one of the better college football handicappers on the planet. Um, you locked and loaded for this season, or are you kind of just uh, dipping the toes in the water to get things started?
5: Oh, no, nah, I'm jumping headfirst into the pool, man. That's That's what I'm doing. You know, I got 10 out there, so... <laughs> No.
0: <laughs> that is that is what I do as well. Um, wow, this show came up. You know, I did all the stuff on here. Oh man. When I changed the titles on the show, I did not put in um the correct things. So I'll have to edit it here. That stinks. Anyways, um so how many picks do you have today?
5: Yeah, well for premiums I got uh, well in the premium area I have ten broken down in the in the um two um two five packs and uh you know um a few um single plays so i've got 10 <laughs> i admit it <laughs> i got 10
0: <laughs> i can't help myself and i i could have gone 20 i could have you know i just think to me it's like i to me the first week of the season i know there's going to be some rough spots in there right and then there's gonna be other spots where it's probably fairly easy wins um you know, so it's like I don't want to miss out on my easy wins and I know I you know and it kind of helps me offset you know some of these ones where you know you get you know where all of a sudden in Indiana they decide not to call touchdowns touchdowns anymore you know if they're for the other team um, but anyways um, Rod wacky. you got anything that's flying under the radar today? Like, before we even get into the picks, any of these FBS, FCS? I I love Sam Houston State today against Texas A&M, plus the points. That's
6: mine. Well, see, and I like the other way. I think, it, I think Texas A&M comes to play, and I think they're oh, right over Oh, that's Sanders. why
0: you're not on the morning show anymore. But anyways, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. You're foolish and lack vision. But anyways, people are like, where's Rod? That's why. <laughs> right there. That's <laughs> why. It's like Texas a and like gets them every single time. Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> He's got his Jimbo Fisher picture. Now this guy can coach. <laughs> no, it's, I, I think. I think what else? State, What's up with Richmond this year? So they're 21 point favorites, uh dogs here to Virginia. Isn't Richmond generally one of the better teams in this um, FBS stuff?
6: Usually. But, uh. But that's a game that's definitely not on my radar. I'm not touching that one. You, you you can have that one. I'm not touching that one. There's there's plenty of other places I'd rather be um, than Richmond, Virginia. Um, football going there for me. All right. Well, we're gonna that would, do that would be a coin flip. I'd I'd have to dig more into that one. That's definitely not for me.
0: Well, <laughs> we're gonna do we're gonna do family style here. The the um, the um bookmarks probably not going to be the best um that they've ever been but we'll just try our best we're going to go through the schedule and we're going to have to go through in a hurry because i'm not going to sit here for three hours going through it but um we'll just go through the early block of games 12 noon maryland buffalo um michigan colorado state boston college rutgers App State against North Carolina. This is an odd odd bird, right? You've got East Carolina against NC State. I mean, you want to be laying 12 and a half points in, against East Carolina and at East Carolina. Good luck to you on that one. Um, Sam Houston State getting 31 and a half against Texas State. I mean, Richmond getting 21 and a half against Virginia. Got um of the early. So that's it for the early. And then up to 230. UCLA, Bowling Green. Ruffalo, you want to talk about any of those games?
1: Well, a couple quickly. I, I like, you know, I, one we didn't mention for the FCS-FBS. I like South Dakota State against Iowa. I think uh just not impressed with Iowa, and I think South Dakota State, one of the FCS powers, could come in and maybe surprise them a little bit here. But I do like the over between Colorado State and Michigan. But Michigan gets a ton of offensive talent back. They're going to have to rebuild a little bit on defense in Colorado State. Jay Norville brought a ton of top Nevada guys to, uh, to Colorado Springs. So I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think we get closer to 70 points in that one. I like the over between Colorado and Michigan State.
0: Romanelli, any of these uh, just uh, make you want to dance?
2: <laughs> not quite. <but laughs> I lean towards uh, Maryland laying the points. That was actually a game I was looking at. Um, I'm just not in love with this Buffalo defense. And I do think that the Maryland offense is going to be really potent this year. So I
0: think Maryland scores 40 plus points and it gets enough for a cover. I think they score 40 plus points. I'm with you with that on that one. But don't you think it's similar to that Oklahoma State game against Central Mish where it's like you have a defense that's got four defensive coordinators in the last four years and not because they went on to take head coaching jobs somewhere else, right? I mean, these guys are, this is a very bad defense, you know, very bad. Against, against the good teams, I mean, they're good for 50 to 60 that they've been giving up against the good teams. Fort, between yeah. In the 40 to 60 range. Is what they give up. I just don't against think it. Buffalo has that same kind of offense as Central Michigan. So you're trying to say that without Van Trees, you just don't see it. On. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's a big loss. <laughs>
2: they definitely got they
0: improved with that move, but I still don't love their offense. Jay Briggs, what do you think of this uh, time slot?
3: First block. I was looking at that Maryland game as well, and I was leaning Maryland too. To I'm on the other side. I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I was looking at Maryland in this one. I trust uh, no longer can we refer to him as to his little brother. You know what I'm saying? I think he comes out there and rings him up today. And um, that Buffalo defense, like Ron was saying, was terrible last year. And I think they they give it up today. And I think uh, Maryland, on the other side there, like we know, like you said, their defense is terrible as well. But I think, I think that uh, – The technical term
0: is the technical term is straight ass. That's the term that our our audience relates to. (laughs) uh, Rod's like, I (laughs) wanted to say that. (laughs) I
3: just don't think Buffalo has that offense to push that defense like that. So I'm going to lay those points with Maryland.
0: All right. Al Ninos, anything in the early time slot to get the ball rolling here? Yeah, I kind of
4: agree with uh, with the guys on Maryland. Uh, but I will agree with you, Mitch, on, uh, on East Carolina. I think that's a good dog in the slot right here. So, uh, yeah, getting 12 points with them uh, looks pretty
0: good here.
5: How about you, Jovan? Yeah, I'm going to give the nod to BC. Um, it's a lean just because of that hook. Uh, that's seven, to five, seven and a half right now, but um, you know it's 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 hard because Greg Schiano, you know, he's going to bring bring a good defense um, to the table. Last year, played um a couple good teams, tough. Um, so you know you always had to tread lightly when it comes to uh, Rutgers. Um, Greg Schiano led uh, defense, you no, know, but I think that um BC should be able to pull pull this pull away in the second half. So I'll, I'll roll with the BC Eagles.
0: Yeah, how about how about uh, how about you, Rod? You off to another hot start to college football. You closed out last year really strong, really hot start this year. What do you what do you got?
6: Uh, for me in this one, uh, I'm going to go the other way. I, I like Buffalo. I think there's uh, just too many points for. We've seen offenses come out and start the season slow. Um, and, and take time to gel and get things moving and rolling and uh, to cover 24 points against Buffalo. It's uh, just too many. I like Buffalo uh, there, plus the points. I think it's closer than uh, 24. And I, I like the under in uh, Rutgers and BC. We know both teams uh, can play defense, and I think we're going to have a grinding out slobber knocker type uh, game there where the defenses are way ahead of the offenses uh, on both sides of the ball there. And you'll look. Uh, if you look at Rutgers, 9-0 and to the under in their last nine versus uh, the ACC. Um, on the other side of the ball, Boston College, 6-0 and to the under. I like the under. Um, Rutgers, Boston College, you we know, got a low-scoring, slobber-knocker one on our uh, hands in that one. So, love those two there.
0: I think that, for me, I struggle um, in that Buffalo-Maryland game because I do think Maryland's going to score a ton of points, and I think they're going to score them in a hurry. But I think at 24 and a half, you leave that back door way wide open. And this is why we keep Rod around, because to agree with me on games like this. And then of course, um, on the other side, um, like I like North Carolina against App State. I've totally gone a one 180 on this game. Um, I thought at first, after watching North Carolina just absolutely struggle last week against Florida A&M, Now we got a public dog here in, in App State. I mean, this thing, that's basically what's happened here. They're a good team. Don't get me wrong. And they always have good running backs and, you know, they won their conference. I mean, these guys are good, you know. They're not like a novelty act that, oh, they beat Michigan, you know, 25 years ago. So, you know, we're still going to give them respect on that. No, they continue to play good. They continue to play really strong defense. They run the football well and play good defense. And that's how you win football games, right? But the thing is, is that North Carolina, Mack Brown, can really work the living room. I mean, I know they looked terrible last week against – against florida and m they were hideous and they lost the they lost the battle of the bands at halftime too but the thing is is that i think the heels are a better team than what we saw last week and i think what in a game like that and a coach like mac brown i think he uses that to to probably it was let's just say it was probably a pretty tough week of practice in chapel hill Uh, i'm I'm gonna say that I i think they come out here and i think they uh I think I think the Heels play play a lot better. I think East Carolina against NC State is gift wrapped. It's absolutely gift wrapped. 12, 12 and a half points at East Carolina. I've been on the internet for a long time, man. These guys have a super strong and solid fan base. Man, they're going to be out in droves for this thing. They are way underestimated. Um they do not like to be disrespected. They did it with much. I mean, they've they, the last two seasons. You know, every time their quarterback walked on the field, it was like, oh man, not this guy. It was like I remember last year doing the show with Rod, and it was like it was like I couldn't believe they still had that guy at quarterback. It was like the same guy. It's like no, not this guy again. It's like how could I get stuck in this going down that same road with Aaron's quarterback again? It was like oh my god. It's like how do I. Even even get sucked into that thing. Anyways, I also think Bowling Green's got a crack at UCLA for the outright and that when they get the 23 and a half, I think they also could possibly beat them outright. Anyways, we go to 3:30 the featured game, Miami, Bethune Cookman, 49 and a half points in that thing. We got uh Wyoming and Tulsa, Arkansas, Cincinnati. This is an interesting one. Rod picked Arkansas about a month ago in this game and we've been Pretty much added ever since. UTSA taking on Houston. UTSA, 12 wins last season for the Roadrunners. San Diego State against Arizona. San Diego State loves to spot the other team a touchdown or two to start the game. we'll See if that works, if that strategy, how that strategy works out for them today against Arizona. George against Oregon. Um, you know, Georgia, the king of the under. And then you have Georgia's defensive coordinator as the head coach of Oregon this year. Georgia's defensive coordinator from last year. Makes it interesting. Oklahoma against UTEP. No one loves to beat up on the crappy teams more than the Sooners at home. Be some ass slapping going on in that thing. Crimson and cream. <laughs> is, that, is that what it is? Garnet and Garnet and, or whatever it's called. There they are. South Florida, BYU. This is a good one. Um, two teams that return everybody. Um, Ole Miss, Troy. That's it. Go to the three thirty, four o'clock games, Chris. I kind of overviewed everything there for you. What do you, what do you like? All
1: <laughs> well, the ones I like the most, I like San Diego State laying the points. I know they do usually like to spot the opponent uh, opponents some points, but uh, I like this Aztec defense, and they played really well last season with subpar quarterback quarterback play, and now they get Braxton Burmeister in hometown kid and he's definitely a step up from what they've had in recent years so i think san diego state can win by at least a touchdown in that one i also like the under in uh oregon georgia and like you said the former uh, georgia defensive co- coordinator now head coach of oregon i think he's going to help the, the defense sort of build up there and while georgia lost a lot of guys to uh to the nfl on the defensive end still dealt with that last year and managed to put out a defense that allowed just 10 points per game so I like the under there. And I also would we'll take a shot at USF Moneyline. BYU's one in seven all-time program history in games in Florida. So take a shot with the, the Bulls in that one.
0: Every time people say it, they lost a lot of guys, I always think of airplane. You know, we lost a lot of good men out there. Macho <laughs> Grande. <laughs> it's like they cut back. It's like the guy's like hanging himself. <laughs> Listen to the story. Ron, what do you think? Pretty good slot.
2: Yeah, I I like that that little sprinkle on the money line for USF. I'm going to take them in the points, and I would put a little bit on the money line as well. Both teams returning basically everybody, but... You know, I think the difference is USF last season, their offense wasn't too bad in terms of they could run the football four yards per carry, the average. And now they add in a quarterback that that can actually throw a football on Gary Bohannon from Baylor. He was solid at Baylor and uh, faced a very tough schedule there in the Big 12. Solid touchdown-interception ratio. He's a dual threat that can run. So I think he fits in this offense really well. I think USF shows up here, and I think their offense uh, leads him to a cover. So I'll take the points.
0: What about the 60 to 70-pound per man Size differential on the, in the trenches. I think I think, I th- I th- I think that's, me, that's where the problem the here way. lies. <laughs> you know, this is that's where the problem here lies. Is is uh-huh. is the sixty to seventy pound per man size differential in the trenches? I mean, I, I just I know USF might even, might even be faster, but I don't know. I, I got sixty five thousand at Raymond James today, so. Sixty-five thousand BYU is used to playing, in, you know, uh, there I'm not in the Florida heat. I I I ha I ha I hate to be the bearer of bad news on this one, but I I said BYU is is there and I've been doing this for a long time. These guys are thinking national championship. You know, that's they go into the season thinking national championship, and this is their last year. This is their last year as an independent. Um. I think I think it's gonna be a, a tough day to be a South Florida Bowl. Um Jay.
3: Um I'm looking at a few games in this time slot. I'm looking at Wyoming, uh plus the six and a half. They got embarrassed last week on national television we seen. Uh they at home against Tulsa plus six and a half. I like that home dog. I think they can uh Bounce back a little bit today. What do you think of the yeah.
0: Wyoming uniforms? That that mustard yellow and brown combination.
3: Yeah,
0: I don't like that. It'll it's <laughs> gonna come back. It's all cyclical. It'll be back. It was so yeah.
3: It'll it be was, back real it'll, soon. It'll be probably. back.
0: Yeah. It was it was huge in the seventies.
3: Okay. Uh, I also like um UTSA against Houston. Both teams was a uh, really good last season. Um. But UT, I think UTSA plays ball control today with that run, with that run game those guys have. And I think if Houston does win the game, I see it by a field goal at most. I think that game is going to be real tight, so I want those points in my back pocket, and I'm gonna take uh, UTSA in that one also. And then the last one in this time slot, I'm gonna lay the points with Arkansas in this time slot. Cincinnati was good last year; we seen them get to the uh, the college football playoff. But we know Ritter's now in Atlanta. Some more turnover over there. I think Arkansas is going to be better this year than a lot of people think. I like Arkansas this year. I think they win by touchdown today and take care of Cincinnati. They say Um, that
0: every freaking year about Arkansas. (laughs) They say it every stinking year. The only thing that I like about Arkansas, the the one thing, the saving grace for the Hogs this year, is they got the, the wide receiver that transferred out of Oklahoma. The guy that they got, that receiver that transferred from Oklahoma, I you know, I don't I just I follow so many guys. I'm sure there's a guy out there that knows this guy's name. This guy is potentially the best receiver in the nation. He's that good. I know he had trouble cracking Oklahoma, all that other stuff. But this guy, when he was recruited, this guy was recruited like AJ Green was recruited. You know, it was like a Holyo Jones recruitment. It was like Everybody in the world wanted this guy. They came from the woodwork. It's rare that you see receivers that are recruited like this guy was. And um, we'll have to find out his name and talk more about him. Al Ninos usually knows these things. Al? Yeah, I like quite a few dogs
4: uh, in this slot. My favorite will probably have to be... Um that's tough. Uh shoot. I don't know. I kind of have a small lean towards all these dogs, honestly. And uh I don't love any of them. I think uh lines are pretty straight. Uh like Cincinnati, I would rather get the seven, obviously. But uh I still take the points with them and uh same can be said for Arizona.
0: Jadon yeah. Hazelwood was the number one ranked receiver in 2019 in the 2019 class. I'm telling you, everybody. Wanted this guy. Everybody. And normally, when the guys rank that high at wide receiver, normally these guys usually pan out. I'm telling you, this guy is really, really good. If I was him, if I was them, I would do the same thing that Missouri does with number three. Just give him the ball every freaking play. That's what I would do if I was Missouri. Anyways, speaking of number three,
5: Javon, what do you got? Yeah, so I'm gonna look at this bethune Cookman, Miami game. I think this one stays just under the total. Of course, Miami could get whatever they want, but I think it'll be a situation where in the second half, after they have a comfortable lead, they just pump the brakes and, you know, Coast um just hand it off and you know, they might break it might break some open, you know, for a long a long game, a touchdown or whatever, but I think that's just how it goes. It'll just stay just under the total. I think
0: it's going to be an interesting game because Miami has um, Miami actually has a few quarterbacks that are really, really good that are further down the depth chart because Van Dyke um, is the guy that kind of, you know, took over last year. Um, But, you know, I'm a cane guy. You can see I got all my cane stuff here. I'm, you know, I'm a cane guy and, this Jake Garcia is supposed to be unbelievable too and this Jacurie Brown that they just recruited the freshman um he's supposed to be unbelievable also so the future's certainly bright and of course um you know Miami this could be a big year but i think i think it's a big um you know i never i don't like to get too far ahead of myself because then i start talking national championship but anyways Rod what do you got for me? I know, I know that you like the hogs, but that's, well, okay. I love the hogs here. I know, I know, you know, you I, at, know. Uh, I know. <laughs> I, I love
6: Arkansas here. I, I think they're just going to run the ball right down the throat of Cincinnati. Cincinnati, uh, their defense has been, was gutted from last season. Um, they ranked hundred and fifteenth in the nation in returning, uh, production on that defense. Uh, they're going to be in for a long day. Last time we saw the hogs, they just went running wild. and they not going to hand the ball off and do the same. Um, run right at Cincinnati, and uh, I don't know. Cincinnati is one of those teams that they lost a lot, and um, can they get some guys back? Sure, they can get some guys back. I just don't see it
0: here. Um,
5: So you're saying the Bearcats don't
0: reload? Is that what you're trying to say? No, they they
6: don't reload like Alabama does. Well, this will be the first time we will actually see it, but are they like Alabama that can reload and get everybody back in there? I just don't see it. But they haven't
0: just been good, you know, for one season. They've been good for 15, 20 years at this point, Cincinnati. I just don't see them reloading. Them Look the at their here. coaches. Just, Look at the coaches that they had. Mark the Dantonio got the Michigan State job. Then Brian Kelly, he got the Notre Dame job. Butch Jones got the Tennessee job. Then you had Tommy Tuberville and Luke Fickle. I mean, he was the Ohio State head coach on the interim basis, and he was such he he was he's such a good coach that even though he did not fare well as the interim head coach, they. They rehired him as the defensive coordinator and kept him on the staff. That never happens. I mean, I, I don't know. I think Cincinnati, um, you know, this is why they're good. They always play with the chip on their shoulder. Got the chip.
6: Well, because you got to, right? So that's the only way they can get somewhere. But I I just don't see it. I I think they're in trouble. I think it takes a little bit for them to get rolling and uh Don't
0: send me to Fayetteville. (laughs) (laughs) Not
3: Fayetteville.
0: You'll be sent to Fayetteville (laughs) immediately.
6: And the other one in this spot, just like we said, we would BYU and USF, uh, I think we could get to 100 points in this game. I like the over in that one. We know both teams, both offenses returning a lot, and we're going to see scoring uh, oh plenty. I think it'll be the Matador defense going on on both sides in that one. Um, as both teams can easily put the ball in the end zone, I think we see a lot. We could be still talking about that game tomorrow uh, on how many points they're going to score. So give me the over, uh, BYU-USF.
0: Taking taking Oregon in the points against Georgia, I think they got a shot here. Adam, I think they got it. Certainly have a crack. You want to talk about a team that lost everybody? All they have left is the worst guy, who's the quarterback. He was only yeah. Give give me Pickens and you know. Cook and all these other guys. I'll tell you what, I could probably steer the ship there too. And that defense, give me you know a ten yard field to work on all day. But uh, I know Kirby Smart, the cupboard certainly not bare there, Georgia. But at the same time, this is an Oregon team that went into Columbus last year and absolutely knocked the crap out of Ohio State. I mean, they it was it was a fight they would have stopped it. I know that the Bucks, um, you know, scored some points on the Ducks in that game. But every time the every time Ohio State scored. Oregon went down and scored way, way easier. They just every time they touched the ball, it was a touchdown. And um, we know that Oregon has that type of capability. Plus, you have a defensive, you know, you have a defensive head coach now at Oregon, and a guy who certainly knows the Georgia Bulldogs. He certainly knows Kirby Smart. You know very well. He knows the Kirby Smart defense. I think that Oregon's going to surprise some people here. I'm going to put a little bit on the money line here on the Ducks, and I'm going to take the Ducks plus the points as well um, in this. You spot. believe in
3: Bo Nix today? I
0: I don't think that I don't think that Bo Nix is is going to be the answer to the to the question because he's not up against much here. You know, and that's that's the that's the that's the difference. Is that on the other side at quarterback, you don't have. Um, you don't have a guy that's like a stud superstar, you know, NFL first round draft choice quarterback. You have a guy that manages the game. So if Bo Nix doesn't beat himself. And he's played in plenty of big games against plenty of good teams, including Georgia. Um, he certainly has the experience against these guys. So he's not going to see anything, from, especially from this Georgia team, that he hasn't seen before. You know, because he has had a ton of experience and all of it in the SEC. Not all of it good. You know, it's kind of like the team that returns the nine starters on defense, but they are ranked 138th in the country. You know, it's like, you know, that sort of thing. But I think that, you know, Bo Nix certainly, um, you know, this this could be his revenge game. You know, it's kind of like when Brock Berlin played for Miami against Florida. You know, he had a horrible career. He was a huge disappointment. He had a monster game against Florida. And, you know, it was kind of his whole thing. I don't know. I like the ducks here. I like what they. I, I. I. All I can think about is all those touchdowns they scored on Ohio State last year. It lit them up like a Christmas tree.
3: I was just wondering because Bud Nick's at Auburn was oh terrible, terrible. <laughs> you know, so Rod. Would, would you like
0: to? Would you like to take the words <laughs> out of my mouth on this one?
3: Go, go straight
0: ahead. Cool straight ass <laughs> straight ass, <laughs> straight straight ass. ass was ass. the Nix.
6: To see Bo Nix. Bo Nix is taking the field. straight
0: straight ass. Straight ass. <laughs> it's like it's it's kind of like when the Giants put in Rodgers out of the bullpen, you know, it's like they don't want to win today, you know. I mean, when they put Rodgers in from the bullpen the Giants, it's like here's a team that just clearly doesn't want to win today, you know. It's like why do you do it? Right. Like the Mets and Familia.
6: Here comes Familia! Oh,
0: God. That guy. It's like, even when they did win, how many run lines did he blow for us? You know, it's like oh, up man. by two, gives up the one <laughs> run blast, you know, into the upper decks.
6: Right? Not Familia!
2: Oh.
0: I still have to say that pitch that Diaz threw the other day was one of the best fastballs you'll ever see. Um, I'm sure they'll, they'll come a day and age where they're throwing 110. I'm sure it will happen, but happened, yeah. when you see a guy get a bad call on on a on, on a on a hundred mile pitch and then just rear back and throw a hundred and three straight down the middle, um, there's something to be said about that. Really, one of the best pitches you'll ever see. Anyways, we go to our next slot of games. Chris, what are you selling today? Got anything for sale at Pick Dogs? <laughs> we got a discount code: Win Fifteen.
1: Yeah, I got a fair bit for sale today. I got my fifteen dollar uh, platinum pick for college football, and that's how much my, is that? Uh, I think it's fifteen bucks. All right. <laughs> I got that for fifteen bucks. That fifteen dollar play also part of my early action college football three pack. Got a Saturday slam three pack in college football for the uh, later action, and also like always, we got the fifteen dollar pick off play for MLB, and that's part of my uh, MLB three pack today as well. And you, like Mitch said, use that promo code Win Fifteen.
0: Ron, how about you?
2: Yeah, but I got a college football three pack, and I got my uh, Ron's Rundown MLB Best Bet fifteen dollar play. Jay Briggs.
3: Yeah, I have my fifteen dollar best bet up there. I also have a college football three pack, and I made my uh, college football best bet twenty dollars today. So hop on that.
0: Big spender. Use the discount code WIN15 you don't have to pay that 20 bucks that Briggs is charging you'll be paying 17 bucks <laughs> The audacity of charging twenty. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. It's probably worth other on other sites they're charging sixty. Al Ninos, uh, what do you got for worse? You know, and if if they're charging, Boy, yeah. remember all daily picks and daily packages come with the credit guarantee. If the picks don't win, you get a credit back. And on a day like today, you know if you get buy early packs and they don't win, you'll get credits. You can use it for picks later on in the day. So, you know, do what I like to do and I'm not having a good day and that's chase. Think we've all been guilty of that. Well uh, it's I I'm not on some of these other shows. They they, they sure. have strict oh, no, strict bankroll discipline. Of course. Sounds like a real boring day. <laughs> it's like why bother? <laughs> if I if I can't chase it's like it's like if I got six bucks left at the track, am I putting it at six bucks to win on the favorite or am I boxing, my boxing three horses for the try? I mean,
1: it's, it's what I'm
0: this this is what I do. You know, I'm not going to apologize for it either. I'm not going to pretend to be something I'm not. I'm just going to say, you know, it works for me. Give
6: me the three, four, six in the, in the eighth race. Yeah. Box, box them up. Box them up. Dollar, <laughs>
0: dollar, 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 try box. For, thank you. Would you like anything else? Yes, I would, but I don't have any more money. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. ah. Oh man. <sighs> Who are we on now? Ninos, did yeah, you go? I got a,
4: I got a three pack with uh two MLB and just one college football. I said it went light today on the college football, surprisingly light, but, uh, I like this play a lot. And, uh, yeah, I like my baseball too. So check that out. Get a long term pass, two for one capper specials. Yeah, that. the
0: lo- the long term pass. This is where you really pay off because you get two or the two for one <laughs> cappers because you get tons of picks. And you you know next week NFL starts. You know next Sunday we'll be talking NFL football. So Thursday starts, but I mean next Sunday will be so it'll be like next Saturday full college football. Next Sunday full NFL schedule. You have a month of picks. You paid. You end up paying like you know. 10 cents a pick or something. Anyways, Javon, what do you got?
5: Yeah, I got a um, Saturday shootout high noon five pack and also have um, another five pack into the night five pack where those are the three thirty to seven thirty or into the rest of the night games, um, uh, for college football. So one, hot, one just strictly a noon, noon, um, five packs. I, I love the, um, the time slot, to tell you the truth, but, uh, yeah, I also have them um, some single plays with that, you know, mixed in. So, you know, check it out. No baseball for me. So. How are you,
0: Rod? What do you got today?
6: And for me going today, I'm just like everybody else, I'm diving in head first and uh, not playing or lighting. Uh, I found lots of action to uh, jump aboard today. I got my 10-star college football executive info play. You can grab it singly for 15 bucks over at Dogs premium. Or you can grab my college football early Saturday triple, and uh, you can get that 10-star college football executive info play included in that early triple. Or I've got a three-pack at night stellar Saturday night triple uh, for action in the night games. And my, I got a lone play in uh, the MLB. Um, one play I got over there at uh, Pickbox Premium 10, uh, for 15 bucks. My 10-star MLB bookie buster of the day. Um, or grab something long-term. Uh, there's a couple bonus plays for long-term subscribers in there as well. I got eight plays in total on college football today and uh, one MLB. So. Aboard. Let's make
0: some money. Nice. We're joined by Al McMorty, who probably is wondering what's going on in the show, because um, what happened was we tried to come up with an order of the show as to who's going to go first and who's going to go last, and everybody wanted to go last. So we just decided to go back to the old format and hang out and talk college football for a couple hours. Um, that's pretty much what happened. But um, what, do you, what do you have going on today? And do you have any opinions on any of the games between 12 Eastern time and 4 p.m. Eastern time? Because those are the ones we've already gone over.
7: Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't see, I don't see the times of the games, you know, um, I'm sure I, I've got opinion, the games I've got opinions on I'm selling. So I've, uh, I've got seven games for sale today, uh, in college football. I've got one play, uh, in baseball today. So eight plays up at the pick dogs premium, uh, right now for me, uh, yesterday we cashed the blue Jays minus one and a half runs. So, so
0: do you have a premium on, um, on App State North Carolina, I, I don't all right, I, so I had a question for you. What, you what do What do you okay. think about this um situation well, here? Do you think we have my, a public my, dog
7: well my my thought was I liked App State until they moved to be a favorite, and then I was off the game,
0: Yeah, I think that's exactly where, that's exactly the way I felt about. It. I thought looking in the way I know I know you handicap differently than I do, and you know we all have our own things, but you know I'm a watcher, and you know last week, North Carolina looked to have a lot of holes and then you know, you look at, um, you know, the line movement and, and everything else. And all of a sudden it's like, you know what Mac Brown still can coach and they, North Carolina still has a ton of players. And this guy can evaluate talent, like no one's business. Any guy that can recruit Julius Peppers, man, it's he seriously knows what he's doing. It's in my book.
7: Yeah. I mean, for, for me, you know, North Carolina fell into some negative situations if they would have been, you know, a, um, an early season road favorite you know price from pick to minus 10 but the fact that now that they're a dog I'm just I, I've got nothing on the game right now
0: it's um you know Mac Brown has recruited two of the best college football players of all time you know on both sides of the ball Vince young and Julius peppers he's had both of those guys so I'm sure he's got some other pretty good players on this roster but we go to um, the next oh I have um I got um one baseball play, like Rod, same thing. We don't want to abandon our baseball just because, you know, just because just we have friends that we like better here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we we have have one major league baseball play, and then I have um, my college football big play, and then I've got early three-pack, and I've got a late-night three-pack. So, um, Oh, I also have an eye-opener game, of uh, one game that comes out right out of the gate, Spit and Fire. And it's, it's not Sam Houston State, but I do think they show <laughs> Texas a how the game is played. What's his name? Dez? What's his name, that running back? He's really, really good, man, that Sam Houston State has. He is really good. Sam Houston State running back.
1: Dez. Desmond Jackson? Yes. Yeah.
0: Really good. He is really good. Like, NFL good, like as good as as good as any running back. How many? What do you have? Oklahoma State. He had the three touchdowns, but it was in the uh, one of the biggest games of the year, right? Big Twelve yeah. newcomer of the year, da, 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 right? It's one of those guys. All right. Anyways, we go to the next set of games. Go Sam Houston. Got um. Nevada, Texas State. This is another um, same type of situation as the App State, North Carolina, but more under the radar um, of this. Texas, it's Texas State's got the new quarterback, and he's, you know, they always have some quarterbacks supposed to be really good. And then he puts on that Texas State uniform, and it's always a different story. We got Ohio against Florida Atlantic. James Madison plays their first game as an FBS school. We've got USC versus Rice. Um new head coach there for USC, but unfortunately he brings his defensive coordinator from Oklahoma there to show them what Swiss cheese looks like. And then you've got um we'll go to the seven o'clock games too. We've got um Tulane taking on UMass. This is um this is not the sexiest game on the board, but it pays the same as that Ohio State Notre uh Notre Dame game, if you bet it. We've got um Florida, Utah, Kentucky against Miami of Ohio, five and a half point line drop in that thing. We've got Army versus Coastal Carolina and Southern Miss Liberty, Ruffalo. Any of these uh, jump off the page at you?
1: Yeah, well, I will have to to take off after this after this uh, slot. But I, the one I do like for this uh, time slot, I like the over fifty one and a half Utah, Florida. I think you know two teams. You know, a lot of people are hyping up Utah to be the the team to beat in the Pac-12 this season. They got some solid quarterback play with Cam Rising, but I also think that Florida's got some offensive pop as well, Anthony Richardson leading the charge there a dual threat quarterback. I think this is a game that finishes closer to 55-60 points than uh, than the 51 and a half that we're at right now. Maybe, you know, a 31 to 24 kind of game whichever way you have it going. So, uh, give me the over 51 and a half in that one.
0: Any of the late games you want to talk about before we show you the door?
1: uh the the ones I'll, I'll hit on quickly i like south carolina laying the points against georgia state i think i know adding spencer rattler you know i think he just makes a, an already decent uh south carolina offense better and i just think they win this one by two scores i don't think it, they uh how does spencer georgia rattler make
0: an offense better
1: I, I would love to hear the logic step up from right. what step up from what they had last year with luke Doty. i think he's he, how you know, is he's he a
0: step up from anything
1: He's terrible. He knows, how man. he knows how to lead a high-powered offense. So he had 40 touchdowns, and just 12 interceptions in his career at, at Oklahoma.
0: Give me those wide receivers, and I, <laughs> again, in that schedule, and I think I could probably do the same. <laughs> oh,
1: Mitch. Uh, I, You know, I like uh, I like the under between Boise State and Oregon State. I just expect that to be a low-scoring battle in the trenches. You know, uh, both teams stay in the 20s, and uh, it's just a hard-fought victory, whichever way it ends up going.
0: All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Chris.
1: I right, appreciate you tomorrow. taking
0: the time out on your Saturday. <laughs> Romanelli, go back to our other slot, 7 p.m. Eastern time and earlier. What do you got?
2: Yeah, I'm going to be joining Rufalo at the beach. We're going to the beach together today. But um, <clears throat> I'm going to take Utah State plus 42 points against Alabama. Uh, to me, I mean, Utah State obviously was a little bit underwhelming against UConn, but um, – I still think that this is just way too many points. I mean, Alabama took on – they had a fantastic year last year, just came a little bit short, but they they played FCS Mercer and didn't even cover a 42-point spread. And I think Utah State's got to be one of the better teams in the Mountain West, one of the better offenses and um, solid offensive line, a good back in Logan Bonner. So they don't have to do much to cover a 42-point spread. I mean, Alabama's going to win this game convincingly, but 42 points, I think, is just a little bit too much. But I don't think the 28-and-a-half points that Tulane's laying is is enough. I actually like Tulane laying the lumber in that game. UMass has just been miserable as a road dog. They don't play well on the road at all. I don't see enough change in this program for me to think it's going to be a big difference this year either. So uh, Tulane's not my favorite team to back, uh, laying 24 touchdowns plus. But I don't think UMass shows up in this game on either side of the ball. So give me Tulane laying a boatload of points. UMass is straight ass.
3: You know it. Good luck, everybody. Jay Briggs. What do you got? Uh, I'm looking at Coastal Carolina against Army. Uh, I think they do it to them at home today. I think they can win at home today. It's just a lean in that game. Uh, I don't think Army in that run game is going to be able to get it done in Coastal Carolina, who's always an underrated team, in my opinion. So I like Coastal Carolina in that one. I'm also going to lean with SMU to lay the points against North Texas today. SMU was pretty good last year, pretty decent. I know they returned a lot of pieces this year, high expectations for them this year. I think they win by two touchdowns against North Texas today. Those are the two games I like in this time slot.
0: Brett Lashley taking over as head coach for SMU, so going to be a lot of possessions in that game. Big Alley moved you to the top row. I didn't touch anything. It just defaulted there when Ron and Chris uh, – Departed. So you're up next, like anything in yeah. the slot.
7: I mean, the the two leans, you know, with with a gun to my head. I I alluded to it in the in the North Carolina app state, but one of the things I look at uh, would be going against a game two road favorite in certain situations, and that would be Florida Atlantic here. You know, they're laying four and a half points at Ohio, so um, I would look at taking Ohio plus the points against Florida Atlantic, and the other thing that that I would lean to. It doesn't quite fall into my better system, but USC. Um, one of the things I like to do early in the season is take really bad teams from the previous year when they're laying a lot of points. Of course, that's USC. Uh, they had a 333 win percentage last year. And now they're laying 32 and a half points. I would much prefer to be laying, you know, in the 11 and a half to 27 and a half point range, but you know, if I, yeah, again, with the gun to my head, I would look at USC here. It's just probably slightly too high for my taste.
0: Yeah, USC for me is a team that um, we're probably going to get a lot of value betting against this season because of Lincoln Riley and all the, the hoopla. But um, when you bring your defensive coordinator over who is just absolutely horrible, um, you're going to give up a ton of points. And USC's had trouble on defense anyway for years, and most of the guys that transferred in were on offense. So it's like you have a lot of underachievers there on the defensive side of the ball with a really bad defensive coach. You're going to look bad at times. You're going to look real bad. A lot of, I mean I've heard USC people talking about them like they're going to make it to the national championship game. They would they would get they would get 75 hung on them by an Alabama or somebody like that.
3: Yeah, they got to improve that defense before they do anything. They got
0: to improve I mean, you got to stop someone at some point. El ninos can't stop Al Ninos, that's for sure. What do you, what do you got? Uh,
4: did we go into the 7.30 time slot? Or did just, the guys up just, to seven. just up okay, to 7. Okay, so up to 7. Uh, I'll go with uh, Miami, Ohio. Yeah, as you said, big line move, but I still think as long as we're getting uh, more than two touchdowns, I think uh, Miami, Ohio is the right side here. So give me the points in that one.
0: I think Kentucky in their first six games of a season under Stoops is you know probably like, 54 and one or something so i don't know Miami of ohio it's kind of underachieved a lot in the recent years um they have Gabbard is back at quarterback but you know he was a slow starter last year it'll be interesting to see how they do it's an interesting game big big line drop in that one
5: jovan yeah i lean florida atlantic you could make a case for both of these teams um, Florida Atlantic played last last week, so they have a book on them. That Ohio's probably you know um, dissected. They have a good defense, Ohio does, but the offense, I just don't know if they if they're going to be able to um keep pace. And I like the better at two and a half than four and a half. That's for damn sure. So it's just a lean at this point with Florida Atlantic.
0: I think we should do maybe Big Al probably could get us this number next week. How teams do in the following five years after Frank Solich is not is no longer the head coach, and I'll just say, um, looking at Ohio last year and looking at Nebraska, well, the last you know fifteen years after he left there, um, it's usually not a very pretty picture. But Ohio does return the quarterback and the running back there, so um, at least they have, they have something. But you know, a team that once again was not very good last season, Rod.
6: Uh, for me, in these ones, uh, I like the under in the Army, Coastal Carolina game. Uh, I think we've got a lower-scoring one. we am going to run the ball, and defenses uh, will carry a little more than the offenses in that one. So uh, give me the under, 53-and-a-half, I see at that one. And uh, the other one I like here, I, I like Utah. I think Utah's got a solid team, and uh, they're going to come into uh, Gainesville and uh, get themselves a win over the Gators. Um, I'll leave the point-and-a-half. No, uh, I think Utah wins by 10-plus uh, over the Gators in that one. Uh, Eileen, we're going to get some points because I think the Gators can put some points up as well. I like the over there, too, but uh, I like Utah. Watch out for them. I think they're going to be a solid team. I think they can make the playoffs. I think, uh, the yeah. other one I like, just like you guys talked about, USC, I think, uh, laying 32 and a half points. I think that's too many. I'm going to take Rice. Give me Rice here plus the 32 and a half. That's got backdoor cover written all over it. So, uh Rice plus the 32 and a half.
0: Rice, rod all over the owls, like white on Rice. I, I'm going to take Elon here against Vanderbilt. Um, Vandy looked pretty good last week against, um, against Hawaii. And I think a lot of people ju- probably going to jump on the Commodores based upon that. And that quarterback, um, man, he's a track star. He's really, really good. But it just seems, well, then why isn't it 37-and-a-half, you know? <laughs> it's like, you would think that it should be somewhere in that range. I mean, they beat, an, they beat an FBS school by 150 last week on the road. And we're talking about, you know, a 12-hour road trip on the flight through five, six time zones. And, you know, here they are at home against Elon. It's only 18-and-a-half points. Yeah, it's just that looks fishy to me, you know. I don't know. Call me crazy. I've I've lost worse bets than that. That's for sure. So uh, I will take a shot on that one. And um, I think that's about it on those for me. Maybe James Madison. I think I'm, I'm. Is that I like James Madison at home laying the four and a half against Middle Tennessee first game as an FBS team. For the Dukes. We go to our next slot. It's Alabama, Utah State. It is North Texas, SMU. I think we talked about this a little bit. Mississippi State versus Memphis. South Carolina, Georgia State. Spencer Rattler uh, discussion is open. The floor is open for Spencer Rattler. We've got Ohio State against Notre Dame. we got Syracuse versus Louisville. We've got... Texas versus Louisiana Monroe. We got Oregon State versus Boise State. Washington versus Kent State. And Hawaii versus Western Kentucky. There are some real interesting games here. A lot of question marks in these late games. Um, It's going to be a late night for a lot of people. And not necessarily because of that Notre Dame-Ohio State game. I think a lot of these other games, real, real interesting stuff going on here. Al, what do you think? Big Al. Oh, big high to see which one.
7: Uh, yeah, the the one game that stands out to me that I think is most interesting would be the Washington Huskies. You know, on the drive-through show earlier in the week, you know, again, I, and I think I alluded it, alluded to it here a few minutes ago. I like taking teams that were you know really bad the previous year when they're laying a lot of points. And you know, there's also different ways to approach this. You can also look at you know the differential last year of uh, win percentage and. You know take a if you can take a team that has a win percentage differential the previous season of negative uh 0. 0.1 or you know like 10 you know 10 percent worse than the, their opponent so a team that's you know 600 playing a 700 team from the previous year they'd have a 100 uh you know percentage point worse differential when you get those teams that are favored by 14 or more points in a game one situation uh they cover the spread 67 percent of the time we saw that last week in the Illinois Wyoming game. Illinois had a 416 win percentage, and Wyoming was a 538 win percentage the previous year. Illinois was favored by 14 points. They blew out the Cowboys 38 to 6. Uh, Washington last year was 333. Kent State was 500. So you have a 166 differential. Now, you know, they're, they're favored by 23 points. I'm going to lay the 23 points.
3: All right, Jay Briggs. Um, This time slot, I think we talked about this one a little earlier. I'm going to take the points with Utah State against Alabama. Um, I think everybody is going to be on Alabama. Everybody loves Alabama. Everybody's going to ride their 42. But uh, I just don't think that, that Utah State is that bad to get beat by 42 on opening weekend. I could see maybe 35, maybe 42 is a lot to swallow, especially on opening weekend, especially for Alabama. A, t- a public team like that, I'm gonna take my look with uh, Utah State. Um, let's see what else I like here. I like uh, I'm a, I'm a ride with Spencer Rattler in South Carolina today. I think he tries to make a statement. Um, got put out of Oklahoma. I know Mitch don't like don't like Rattler, but uh, I like Rattler. You know, I I actually w- was watching that TV show of him before he even got to college. And I liked him then. I think he still has some good game in him. He was we we thought pretty high of him last year. We thought he maybe could have won the Heisman. It didn't really work out for him. At uh, South Carolina, I think he does some good stuff, and I see them winning by two touchdowns here today against Georgia State.
0: On our show, we had him listed as the most overrated player in the country. Rod and I, I think, pounded <laughs> him <laughs> before the season started, and we were relentless until the day they transferred. But um, you know, I think, and I'm still I'm still in that same camp. I still think that he could be one of these guys, because he has some eligibility left, that he could transfer again um, after this season when he loses the starting job here at South Carolina. <laughs> I could see him going to, um, like, uh, Nickel State or something. You know, I could see him ending up being one of those guys, because he certainly seems to me like he is. I think we should take bets whether um, who transfers out first. Does, he, does Spencer rather transfer out of South Carolina or Arch Manning out of Texas? Because, I mean, both those are givens, right? I mean, Arch Manning is going to transfer out of Texas so fast. Um, he's going to use the excuse that Steve Sarkeesian is fired, right, as as the excuse to get out of there. But it's like, why would you go there in the first place? Because you feel like losing a lot? I mean, it just doesn't even make any sense. He's going to bring uh, us back, man.
3: He's going to bring us he's,
0: back. He's not bringing – he's going to Ole Miss. He's going to Ole Miss. Trust me. Trust me. He. he, he guaranteed you write just write it in he, he's going to Ole Miss and it's probably going to be next their, season
3: he shouldn't went there to start it out exactly but, you know.
0: well I think he I think he just figured he'd have a good time at Texas for a year and then transfer out to Ole Miss I'm pretty sure that's what he's going to do El, El Ninos yeah a
4: couple plays I like in this slot here uh A lot of points, but I like Ohio State to cover those uh, 16 and a half. Uh, I like um, uh, Memphis on the other side. Similar game, but I'm going to go on the other side to take the dog in this one. I'll take the points with Memphis here. And I like the over in the Bama game and the SMU game as well, the over there.
6: Rod? Now, for me in this one, uh, first one I like, uh, I like North Texas here. This is a revenge game. Uh, SMU beat them up last season. Uh, new coach Rhett Lashley st- gets the go for uh, SMU. Also on defense coordinator Scott Simmons gets uh, the start. So they SMU is going to implement uh, the four-two-five uh, scheme going, and uh, it's going to take a bit for them to get used to. And we've seen what uh, North Texas returned last on the. Uh, uh, in their receiving Or on the on, on the defensive side of the ball In uh, in that first week And uh, they looked real good doing it So uh, I think they've had this one circled As a revenge game to uh, get back at SMU And uh, you guys ran us over last year Not this year um, This is going to be a way closer game Field goal at best If North Texas doesn't outright them SMU won in five ATS Their last six road games <laughs> First teams winning records, SMU 1 and 4 ATS, their last five. They didn't look good finishing the season, did SMU last year? And uh, North Texas, so they've been running the ball ever since they switched things up. 7 and 1 ATS, their last five. Home team 4 and 1 ATS, last five meetings. I love North Texas plus the points here today. So give me North Texas in that one. And the other one I like, give uh, me the Beavers here. Uh, everywhere I look, I see everybody's enamored with Boise State, and they lost quite a bit from uh, last season. And uh, I like the Beavers here. Oregon State at home has uh, been solid 6 and 2 ATS their last eight versus Mountain West Conference. And the home team in this series, 4 1 1 ATS. Uh, I like the Beavers here. Give me the Beavers. They win it late. They just, uh, that play that stadium goes ruckus and is loud and obnoxious and uh, just what we love in college football so I, I love the Beavers uh, late and uh, I think they get the win over Boise State. Uh, I think they're going to be a little overrated than uh, what people are thinking. Um, give me the Beavers in that one.
0: Boise coming off a 7-6 and six season last year, really below expectations. Andy Alvalos' first year as head coach at Boise, but he returns 8 ton of players including his quarterback Hank Bachmeier and um, of course the running back is back the guy that was injured a couple of years ago that was just an absolute stud be interesting to see if he still has it um, you know um, if he can come back from the injury or not but Oregon State um, I, I think that's a really interesting game Oregon State um, the quarterback there returns but he was a turnover machine and then you have a Boise defense that forced 23 turnovers a year ago so um there's a lot there, but I agree. Corvallis typically really, really, really tough place to play on opponents. Going back to, um, the Memphis Mississippi state game, Memphis horrible on the road. They haven't covered a road game in, uh, since the Eisenhower administration at this point. So, um, five in a row that they've lost on the road, um, for Memphis. Cause I saw that big number too, and I was looking at that and, um, a game that I missed earlier that I forgot to mention was I like North Dakota against Nebraska on the money line. I think you just, they're going to beat them. Nebraska is just terrible, and I think this is just one of those spots where it's like, why not take a shot at a massive payer? You guys know I love my big paying bet, wild, crazy ones. Um, this I'd, I'd way rather take this than some five-team parlay. Because I think you got a real shot here with North Dakota because no one has fallen flat on their face in disappointment like Scott Frost and the Nebraska Cornhuskers. And if they lose it home to, to North Dakota, is anybody really shocked in this one? I and mean, Not North Dakota State. This is North Dakota. So we're really getting some. some if it's North Dakota State, they're probably favored in this one. Um, but I like I like this late card. I agree with a lot of the things that you guys said, and I think that there's some interesting games in here too. I think Louisville Syracuse is interesting as well. You know, I think uh, we saw Syracuse make some good strides, but at the same time, you know, Louisville has the quarterback coming back. But we've seen a lot of inconsistency out of Cunningham. So you know, it's, can he go on the road here to the dome and get it done? Um, Hawaii probably is going to improve against Western Kentucky. I like Hawaii in that one, plus the points. I I thought that last week's game against Vandy that they um, there was a couple key plays there. And once you know, once a game, and I think I think that a lot of people miss this in football, and I think it happens in pro football, it happens in college football. But when a team goes down by more than ten points, the game plan goes out the window at that point, Hold and up. it's and it becomes all of a sudden, it's like you're into pass, this, pass, right, you're pass, 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 and the other team knows you're going to pass. So it's basically, it's like in soccer, when the team goes down like a goal or two, and then they have to press everybody forward, so the defense kind of gets left, you know, hung out to dry out there. And we saw that, I think, with Hawaii. They're going to give Western Kentucky a tough time. I don't think Western looked so great last week, you know, either. So I'm going to take Hawaii plus the points for the uh, – for those who need a late-night bailout, chase it, play. <laughs> <laughs> it's We're not I'm above – I'm not above oh, that. Yeah, I know some fine. of the other guys are above it, but I'm not. <laughs> you know, personally, personally, I'll be that, like that last guy in the sports book. <laughs> Clinging to the ticket. <laughs> Well we do have Major League Baseball today. Obviously we're not gonna go as in depth as we normally do, but we could just look at the fifteen game card and say if anybody has anything they wanna say about Major League Baseball today,
7: they can say it.
0: Al, what do you think? You got anything going on in Major League Baseball
7: today? I've got one play for sale uh today, uh at Pick Ducks Premium in baseball, as I mentioned, seven plays in football. As far as uh you know, free play here, I mean it's you know, it's, it's hard not to take a look at the Dodgers. You know, I love taking teams as good as the Dodgers when they're off shutout losses, uh, especially. And, you know, that's L.A., um, you know, or when they score one runner or less, it, it, to, to be more specific. And that's that's L.A. You know, off that blowout loss last night to San Diego, I would look at Julio Urias today against Maneo. Yeah, I, I like that one a lot
0: because L.A. also – Um, was on the long road trip coming back from New York after a real deflating series it was like they were just flat Um, I mean it's one thing to get beat but to just be that flat as they were in that game Jay how about you anything on the uh, Major League Baseball you're looking at today
3: yeah I have two premiums out there today in the baseball but uh, other than that I was on the Cardinals yesterday I think I'm gonna ride them again today uh, I like the Cardinals. Think they should. Uh, I think they will be okay on the run line. The Twins really let me down yesterday. Man, they jumped out to that pretty big lead, that two zero lead, man, and let the White Sox come back and get them. I think the White Sox get them again today on the money line. I like that. Uh, let's see.
0: I like all these yeah. picks that you guys have given so far. It's like I'm thinking, like, since I'm really not playing ba- much baseball today, I would actually parlay these with the Mets. I like all those picks that you guys said. It's like a bunch of reasonably-sized favorites. I would say, you know, you're, if you're going to parlay them up, you don't even have to bother with the run line. But, like, Wayne right against Smiley, you got a clear edge there, you know, for the for the cards. You've got, um, you know – I like Max Scherzer against Patrick Corbin. If I can, you know, I mean, minus, four, minus 420 is really not in my ballpark, but yeah. it is today, you know, if I'm throwing it in a parlay. And then, you know, um, I like the White Sox's seas, two against the Twins because the White Sox are a better team without Tony LaRusa anywhere near the field. I mean, this is really, it's just proof. They're just proving the point. He's never going to manage another game for the Chicago White Sox. I mean, he's never going to manage another game.
3: That'll be it. And the last one I was looking at in baseball, Yankees, I'm fading them. I'm in fade the Yankees mode. Yankees have been, what, like, the worst team in baseball since the All-Star break, but they keep getting lines like they're still the best team in baseball. So I'm still in fade them at all costs. I'm taking the Rays again today. They did it yesterday, and I think they do it again today with Kluber on the mound. That's how I'm looking at baseball today.
0: How about you, Al Nino's? Yeah.
4: Uh, Yankees' worst uh, loss of the
0: season last night.
4: <clears throat> yeah, that was pretty rough. I I thought they were a live dog. I mean, anyway, um, yeah, mind had been pitching well, but you know, can't can't. Always trust them too much, but anyway. And the Yankees have been up and down lately, so mostly down, I think. But uh, but uh, I do agree with the Dodgers here. Um, a little bit juicy, so you know, minus one for me, uh, since they are at home. Otherwise, it'd be run line uh, on the road. I uh, like the uh, the Orioles too, minus one. And for a little dog, I would take a little shot on the Rockies. Uh, they're looking awful right now. The struggle on the road, but. Again, Reds aren't anything special either. So I think the Rockies are a little live dog tonight.
0: Jovan? Right, t-
5: yeah, um, I look at the Pirates. You know, Rosen Contreras, he's the one that gets them the wins. So um, I'm going to roll with the Pirates in that one. Uh, you could, uh, What you could do with the Mets is <laughs> you could take that thing to three and a half on alter run line. Push it to um, four and a half in my book. Um, but I'd say anywhere from three and a half to four and a half. Patrick Corbin's on the mound, so you already know what that's about. Um, and yeah, I would say the Dodgers bounce back today. Sean Manay is on the mound and um, going up against Julio Urias. I like Urias in that in that matchup. And I expect um, the Dodgers to, you know, get off the snide and you know stop this three-game losing streak. Uh Anything else? No, that's, a, that's about it.
6: Rod? And for me in these ones, uh, yeah, you know, I'll take Baltimore, lay the run line there. Uh, Austin Vossman pitching uh, great his last four starts when quality starts, and we you know they're facing Oakland, and Oakland stinks. <laughs> Talk about straight ass. we um, will take the Orioles there. They're just a the better team. And uh, we got Corbin Burns pitching uh, against Madison Baumgartner. I think Milwaukee Picks a snot up in Arizona in that one. I uh, also like Corbin Burns. Uh, strikeout total is uh, six and a half. Take the over. You know, nice plus money on that. I think he has a solid game here. And uh, I'm going to take the Padres again. I think they uh, got a nice win yesterday. I think they do it again. I'm I'm going to fade your ass uh, in that one. Padres have won six straight against the National League. I think they do it again. Give me the Padres. Too much plus money for me to pass. I think Manaya has a solid game as well. Take his strikeout total over too. I think he has a solid one there. Be the Padres over
0: the Dodgers. Oh well, you guys were all talking. I put two hundred bucks on the Mets, parlayed with the Cardinals, the Dodgers, the Orioles, and the White Sox. Two hundred pays one thousand two fifty nine forty five. Just to say, just to be involved. You know, I'm there. Just I'm not the full. Rest. I'm not all in. You know, I'm not all in. I'm not like over committed here, but I'm involved. So there, five team parlay. To say, as, as they say in the YouTube comments, it's a safe five team lock. <laughs> five team lock. lock. I need to find an easy five team lock. Oh <laughs> uh, man, Al, have you gotten any of the, the easy five team lock emails recently? <laughs>
7: I haven't. I don't know what I, you know, although I think I would enjoy reading those emails. You don't, so, get, you so. don't get those? <laughs> I don't. But I'll you can't know, afford it to me. I'd like to see what it looks like.
0: Well, Al and Jay are going to be doing our NFL football show, we'll put, putting that together in the next couple of days, figuring it out. And, of course, the other guys will come on as guests and spot starts uh, spots as well on there. So Al, I'm sure, will be asked for a... Uh, at least a three team parlay lock. And in those, I know Rod will want to be on those shows. I'm sure Jovan will have some NFL to give, Al Ninos and everybody else. Um, I'll even probably be on there too. But um, yeah, I'm excited. We got week one college football today. We all have a ton of packages available. We have, you know, you got tons of free picks and, um, you know, another big season at Pick Dogs. You guys know um, it's my favorite day of the week during my favorite time of year. I say that, you know, at the beginning, every saturday um video and and that we do and you know my first website on on the internet was college football place we only covered college football so um yeah really excited to do it here but um any parlays from anyone else i've got my five teamer i put out there for you guys and you know 200 pays 1,259.45 which actually isn't a great payout you know for a five team parlay lock
3: all right um yeah, I'll shoot y'all guys one. Take the Rays on the money line. Take the Cardinals on the money line. It could
0: be college football too. You could you could have
3: all. Of them. Yeah, Rays, Cardinals, and take SMU on the money line. Thirteen parlay. All right, Al Ninos.
4: Uh, can we do a uh, baseball and uh, college football two separate parlays? Sure. No, uh, sure. You uh, can. You you could
0: you could go. Um, you know, Elon with uh, Sam Houston State in Richmond, if you like. <laughs> I like oh, all three of those. <laughs> uh, I'd go Dodgers
4: uh, or Orioles uh, Mets. It's an ugly parlay, but whatever. And
0: uh, five dollars pays you $3.20. three dollars and twenty
4: eight. Three dollars. I think yeah. it's it's probably a little better than even money there. Um, but on uh, college football, I'd go Ohio State. I'd go uh, Boise Moneyline and I would go. Uh, what was the last one? Sorry. Shoot. I'll stick with those
0: two. All right. Grease, grease on the money line in FIBA. There it is. Grease on the money line. Jovan, a little grease on the money line for you there. <laughs> throw, throw it in as a kicker on the parlay.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry.
4: Uh, let's that
5: see. BC. I'm going to take B-C. Gonna take Bowling Green, and uh, we're gonna take Boise State on the money line. Oregon State hasn't won and hasn't won their open the day game in the last five years, 0-5 in that span. So I'm gonna run with that alone. So that's a, that's my three teamer, three Bs. Rod, take us home. We're
6: gonna take. Uh, here we go. We're gonna take uh, the Rutgers and BC. to we'll take that game under the total. We're going to take uh, the Hogs to run over Cincinnati. We're going to take North Texas plus the points so they can keep it close against SMU. We're going to take the Orioles on the run line. And we're going to take uh, the Brewers on the run line. There's a nice five-team or lock for you. All
0: right. I've got my, right. Fi- my five-team MLB parlay. Is, uh, and the dogs are barking. We've got um, I like my five-team MLB parlay. Is Mets, Cardinals, Dodgers, Orioles, White Sox and my college football parlay is Sam Houston State, Elon and Richmond. All plus the points and you might want to throw a little something on North Dakota on the money line if you can get it. Thanks everyone for joining us. Make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you. Always fun college football season. Of course, next Sunday's NFL season just a, this is it's it's starting, right? Starting. Make it a winning day. Be safe this Labor Day weekend. We'll see you tomorrow.